The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you want to be rich? Do you want to be famous? Do you want to be discovered and become an overnight celebrity? Well, suck it up, Cupcake. That never happens in Hollywood. Even Kim Kardashian, who's famous for doing nothing, had to kick ass to get there. Welcome to the show. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda, talking about all things entertainment related. Yeah, and unfortunately, we're kicking off with kind of a sad note. I was talking about it just before the radio show, but the case... That's why I didn't want to do the intro, just because I I was like, I don't want to talk about sexual assault in Hollywood, because we're going to talk about sexual sexual assault assault in Hollywood. Hollywood. So Danny Masterson was allegedly... I should say, he he was accused of assaulting three Danny Masterson's a rapist. Sue me... Church of Scientology, please sue me. I will go to court with you. Danny Masterson is a rapist that was covered up by the Church of Scientology. There are many people that have raped people and it's been covered up by the Church of Scientology. Also, they believe an alien threw uh, souls into a volcano and those infect people. Just FYI, please continue. Also, again, side note, sue me, Church of Scientology. Yes, all hail Lord Zenu. Anyways, (laughs) Danny Masterson was accused and he was charged with three cases of assaults for three different women uh, one of them. They only he got actually, him on the three. He, they don't, they got him on three. Way more women than and three. One Sue of them, me and argue, Danny Masterson. <laughs> and one of them <laughs> in particular, if not all three of them, occurred back in 2003, which is what he's actually going to trial for. But unfortunately, after three days of deliberation, they heard all the information that they could offer at the time. The jury is unable to make a decision uh, in regards to his guilt. And so more than likely, this is going to be a mistrial and they're going to have to uh, – they're going to have to bring him back up and do so it again. So the poor women that he sexually assaulted that was covered up by the Church of Scientology, just want to reiterate that, yes. um, are going to have to go through a trial again. So to be so to be clear on the timeline, the, the one lady who is not being named, I believe at this time, said that he she believed he was going to kill her. And this was the 2003 rape, which is what he went to trial for this last time. And there are two others who claimed to have been assaulted by him. Uh, They brought these accusations up in 2017, and in 2019, they, as a group, collectively sued him. And that is also about the time when he was charged with the three different assaults and brought brought to court. So two things, and both of these are very important. That boxer punched you real hard in the nose. Your nose is really, really swollen. It wasn't him. It was a different... um, So that's a side note, but it was a kickboxer later in the evening. Who got punched you in the face. Yeah. Do better. Uh, that's one. Two, because I like your nose. Two, uh, Danny Masterson th- is not known for coercive rape. He is not known for um, drugging women. He is known for violent assault. Not that the one's necessarily better than the other, but he, he is a violent rapist. I was going to make a really bad joke. Let's not. But anyways... 
I, what the I, fuck I, is that a joke about? Well, that? I was going to say. I'd like to remind more... everyone that we, every time we swear, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society, and free MMA. We swear because we care, just not about Danny Masterson because he's a dick. Well, fuck yeah. Um, well, I was going to make a reference to Bill Cosby being kind of like the opposite of that, where he would drug and then they'd be kind of out of it and then he would do his thing and then they would leave. Whereas See, he seems to be more like. That's I'm what they should punch do. You in the if face. they're gonna let Danny Masterson off, they should insist that the way he gets off is by raping Bill Cosby. So you have Danny Masterson rape Bill Cosby, then you shoot Danny Masterson. No, I think an appro- I think an appropriate punishment for rapists are for them to experience the type of rape they committed and the amount of times they did it. So he's Harvey being- Weinstein's fucked. Well, yeah, literally. And, well, Danny Mastersons was accused of three times of aggressive rape. Uh, no, so. he was accused by three women. I'm sorry, accused by well, that three times. It, mo- no, no, no. He's done it multiple times to multiple women, not just those three, and more than once to some of them. Mm. Because the Church of Scientology, the way they dealt with it is brush it under the rug, make sure the girl doesn't sue, let's give them mediation through the church, and then he did it again. Which is interesting we bring up the Church of Scientology in this because the judge also wanted to make it very, very clear that she was not going to let – the Church of Scientology be discussed in the courtroom. It was not an aspect of the case. She did not acknowledge uh, any dis- any conversation points that had to do with the Church of Scientology because, in her own mind, in her own words, she understands while that was a huge part of the victims and the perpetrators' life, it will not be a huge part in the courtroom. So it I should wonder. Be. Well, that's the thing. I think more than just these few cases of assault, which are horrible in of themselves, this should be a point of discussion for what is actually going on in the church. And the more we discuss it versus, I guess, in the judge's mind saying, oh, I don't want to make this about the Church of Scientology. This is about the victims. Well, if you do incorporate the fact that the Church of Scientology was a huge aspect in how this was able to continue into so many people, you might be able to strike a blow against them, which is what we need. Otherwise, we're going to keep having cases like this pop up all over the place. Look, I, I believe people have the right to worship whatever they want. You want to worship, worship a flying unicorn? Cool. There's a whole church of atheists that believe in a flying spaghetti monster, and they wear colanders on their heads. I give them props. That is quite that funny is, in of itself. It's fucking yes. amazing. I'm just saying. Um, they've even managed to do it in driver's license photos. But there is a point when you're talking about it that, and I said this with the Catholic Church, and I'm going to uh, preface this by saying uh, my dad's Catholic, mom's Jewish. I was raised with both religions, and I'm very attached to both religions. But Catholicism specifically has had a very dark history uh, with rape. And I think at that point, especially with child molestation, I think at that point there needs to be a line where we don't treat the religion as an insulator against rape versus allowing it to exist. I'm not saying you can ban the religion, but you shouldn't treat religion as an insulator against rape. And that's kind of what's happened with Scientology. Well, I think a lot of people, in regardless of the religion it is, whenever you have someone who has committed such a heinous act, they like to hide behind that religion, especially if they're a major figure. Let's talk priests. Let's talk bishops. Let's talk, well, Church of Scientology members. Whenever something like this comes out, they hide behind the church itself no matter what, or the church helps in covering it up no matter what. That's one of my problems with Catholicism. They've used confession that way. And I got to say, I think confession is one of the best parts of the the Catholic church. I love it. It's free therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is a point where I've gotten angry 
when I look at how much religion has devolved into an insulator against rape for people. I, I think another point to make about here is Hollywood is already so closed off. It's hard enough to get into that industry, and it's okay, also hang on. very I'm, hard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll here and say this, and this is a shout-out to anyone there. Hollywood is hard to get in if you don't know someone. Mm -hmm. The reality is there are about 100,000 people working in Hollywood any given time. The people talk about fame and we sell fame like it's this really hard thing to get to. Mm -hmm. The truth is, if you want to be well known, all you need is somebody to market you that way. Johnny Depp's whole anti-Hollywood thing is just a sell. The reality is Hollywood is not hard to get and the Kardashians are the hardest working people in it, by the way. Well, let's say it's more difficult than getting a job at McDonald's. Let's let's leave it at that for now. It's okay? more it's yes, but it's more work than working at somewhere like McDonald's. Not Contrary disagree. to popular opinion, it's a hard place to work. I'm not gonna disagree. So assuming that it is harder to get into than McDonald's, I feel that the closed nature of Hollywood means that people when they get assaulted or attacked in any way, they are of course less willing to talk out against the people who did it because there's a risk of them being blacklisted and them no longer having a job, which in some case could be their entire livelihood when it comes to working in Hollywood. This is fantastic. Positions of privilege, religious or political, use that to get away with whatever violations they can. And he, I'm going to tell you, I'm quoting our sound engineer. He writes in, he's fantastic during the show. A lot of the quips you hear, I spout off of his. I steal them. Um, but that is very, very true. And I think... You're right. I can tell you I've been sexually assaulted by a very, very well-known actor. You know that. Yeah. But I still will not say his name mm -hmm. because it would cost me my job. And so people much like yourself are in the same position, I think, also when it comes to religion. And not to mention a religion that is so heavily involved in Hollywood. So now there's... Honestly, and heavily involved in your life. These women two, lived in their houses. Yes. There's two aspects to fear here. They can fear... No. One, any kind of retaliation on a celebrity standpoint, maybe what Danny Masters could say about them. We've seen celebrities trash plenty of people, ordinary citizens, who have had huge repercussions because of it. Mm. And there's the whole thing where they're a part of the Church of Scientology. They speak out and they lose everything that they've come to know. And that's how Scientology really the, is. You're one, born into well, it. I just say you're born into it. But oftentimes you come into it young or you come into it and you lose your sense of who you were prior I get that. And I think you look at people like Leah Remney that have killed herself uh, to get away from it and to save the people she knows. It's really, really hard. Absolutely. But I, again, I just I, I think that the judge made a bit of a mistake in this case by not allowing by not allowing Scientology to be discussed in the courtroom, or at least not allowed to be a huge factor in the courtroom, because it's what facilitated these assaults. It's what, again, allowing is a hard work. Everyone has plausible deniability. We had no idea what was going on. We weren't there, whatever. But it, in a sense, created a scene or an environment where it was going to be accepted, or at least covered up if it happened. And it's not the first time they've done it anyways. We already discussed that earlier in our segment here. So I just think maybe in the next trial, if possible, we can get a different judge. I don't know if that's how it works, but someone who may be a little bit more open to hearing I, these young ladies see, out. I disagree. If you make the trial about religion, it's overturnable. Yes, but don't make it about religion. Make it about the Church of Scientology specifically and how they have allowed this to happen on numerous cases. Or not even say allowed, just say how it has happened in, inside their facility on numerous occasions. We're not saying they're evil. We're saying the facts. This happened 
sheer. But it doesn't just happen there. Hear me out here. I've talked Mm. to girls that are pro fighters in your groups. Mm. I spoke to one at the gym when we were in Fullerton. Right. She was sexually assaulted by a very well-known cage fighter and did not want to say anything because she thought she'd get blocked out. Was this in the Church of Scientology? No, no, no. It was not. This was just by, she was sexually assaulted by a fighter, Mm -hmm. and she was sexually assaulted uh, by one of the referees, a very well-known referee, not Herb Dean, because I know that's where everyone goes, (laughs) was not Herb Dean, but a very well-known referee. Well, this is what I'm saying. But he was going to ref her fight that day. Mm. So what do you think she did? Well, And you know which chick I'm talking about. You spoke to her too. Same one I was talking to, so I'll remind you in the break, but... Um, the, the, that, that's it, we're leaving. I, I guess my point here is then in that case, whatever label that happened under or whatever affiliation the ref is a part of should be looked at as, hey, has he been accused this before? Has he ever been accused of it? Has this happened in their organization? What before? I'm what I'm saying is when you have any closed off world, mm-hmm. be it religion, yeah, be it fighting, whichever, be it uh, the Amish community, rape is uh, rape is everywhere. I'm going to re-quote here, positions of privilege, religious or political, use that to get away with whatever violations they can, be it embezzlement, be it rape, be it sexual assault. And I, I, I think that's one of the best ways I've ever heard it put, because that's what we're talking about here. Danny Masterson got away with this repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Because he was insulated in a small community. I mean, Will and Jada Smith were involved in Scientology and have gone out of their way to make it look like they weren't. Yeah. Um, but again, this stuff happens in a closed environment. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm, I think this may be one of the points where we can't agree on. I think that it does need to be brought into court and discussed. If not because of the freedom of religion, or not because of their freedom of religion, but just to state this happened within this facility more than one time. Or with their knowledge more than one time. I think it needs to be separate cases. I think the Church of Scientology should be arrested, should be sued or mm-hmm. charged for facilitating a rape. But the only way that can happen is if Danny Masterson is charged with rape. Ah, I think it needs to okay. be a two-step right. process. I, I can truly, I could see that absolutely. Because if if you can charge Danny Masterson with rape, mm-hmm. then by in that regard, facilitation is what the Church of Scientology is guilty of. No, I, I completely understand. That, that's a that's a good point. Perhaps let this pass in the terms of let let him get convicted, whatever it might be that happens to him, because he's facing up to forty five years right now for his crimes. Um, so let whatever happens here happen, and then use that as a starting point or a kickoff to go against the Church of Scientology. And, that, and that's what it is. Okay. I think like the the chick I was talking to. I'm not going to out her because obviously she doesn't want this known. I did suggest you report it. She said no, so I just gave us immediate advice. Mm. Um, but the reality is I get where she's coming from. She doesn't want to do it, but if someone, because I know this exists in the fighting world, I know this exists in Hollywood. I know this exists in religion, charge the person, then charge the organization that covered up with facilitation. Now, that being said, do you know the organization I don't hear about that from? What's that? UFC. Well, I think that'd be really... I, I, I don't I, hear that, but I think that goes to Dana White being such, and I apologize to any UFC fans out there, yeah. being such a fucking psychopath about trying to make everything look above board because he had such a hard time putting it together in the first place. 
So I think as time goes on and as Dana White steps back, it is going to seep into that environment the same as it does in any other. I only think that UFC kind of stayed out of it a little bit because yeah. Dana White freaked out if someone stubs a toe. Well, he's well, he's a I'd say he's a master of promotion and management. I think he's really got it down and knows exactly how to promote his uh, company, the fighters in it, and he understands what the repercussions are, something goes wrong, how to cover it up. He's done tons of horrible things. Never anything as bad as like assaulting somebody. No, he, he can but be he, a douche. He's though. done, he's said like ridiculous things. He's lied numerous times on some of the lamest oh, things yeah, ever. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. He, he can be a like, dick. But what I mean is, is he worked really hard to make yes, MMA an above-board sport. And I don't think he will, he will ever, if it ever goes down the drain, or if something ever happens to the company, it won't be because of him. No. I think someone else will make a fuck up that Speaking, he can't come yeah. back from or whatever. Speaking of sexual assault, that's why uh, What's-His-Face just got kicked out of the head of the WWE. Yeah, I forgot about that, actually. Mm -hmm. he's, is that, has he gone to trial yet? No. The head of the WWE. What got was kicked his... out, yeah. But the, here's the best part. Triple H yeah. is now in charge of it, which I think is perfect. He's oh, a good that's dude. fun. He's a really good dude. And, well, who better to Vince, run it than a guy who was already in the in, promotion? Yeah, well, he worked with Vince McMahon for years. Mm -hmm. He just didn't assault people with Vince McMahon. Fair Guys, enough. we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be talking more about sexual assault in Hollywood, and we'll be telling you some Hollywood secrets. We were supposed to have... Uh, he he's married to Vince's daughter. I didn't know that. Oh, That's boy. awesome. Thank you. All right. Uh, see, this is this is why we love him. He like writes in and gives us tidbits. Well, did you say we were supposed to have a guest on? Yeah, we were supposed to have Commander Brown, but I guess there was an emergency, so he called Lex, and he's like, "I can't." We're already like five minutes into the show when he called, so Damn. we couldn't even do a right, replay. We'll get him on I, time. Well, I know he's trying to pump his book, and that's why he was going to. That's be on why today. he wanted okay. to be on. So he felt really bad. He's wanting to reschedule. So we totally will. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host Bear Fiorda, and we'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america you are listening to behind the scenes with host summer helene to connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. 
Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we're in with my co-host, the hairiest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda. And before you get into what you're going to say, I want to preface it this, and I want to give a warning to the audience. Do you say preface it or preface? Whatever the word is, and I want to give a warning to the audience that hopefully this is not going to be another Weinstein moment here, <laughs> because you're about to say some controversial shit. <laughs> so by I'm, all means... I'm, I'm saying... Historically, I have not heard of McMahon assaulting people. No. I actually, there are guys in the WWE I heard of assaulting people. Uh, never The Rock. Okay. And never McMahon. Okay, see. And I'm saying this, and I fucking hate The Rock. His people sued me twice. He and I have, like, a long history, and I have a total grudge. He, he has, has no, no fucking who idea are. who I am. No, he, he has, I'm, I'm, like, some piece of paper. He signed to sue me, but, like, I have a, it's, like, the world's worst vendetta. I have a vendetta that he doesn't know about. Leave for vendetta, except yeah. it's got no relevancy to the person you're attacking. Exactly. And I have a personal problem with him, and I'm saying that I've never heard of him assaulting okay. anyone. But are you, are you here's the thing. Maybe I, maybe I jumped the gun here. I thought you were going to say something much worse, because you did defend Weinstein before all the evidence came out. Uh, I defended Weinstein, Weinstein for Weinstein, a very not Weinstein. no. My bad. Weinstein. It makes him sound smarter than he is. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so you're not going to come out and say that McMahon most likely didn't do it or did or didn't do it to these people are lying. No. I'm, oh, wonderful. I'm, okay. I'm simply going to say. Um, and by the way, with with Weinstein, there is a line we've all been told to tow, and so you tow it. No one told me to tow any line with McMahon. Okay. Um. I don't think he'd resign over false allegations. I really don't. I think he'd fight them. Yeah, it, it's kind of like, I'm going to jump back to the Dana White example. These men, this high, I want to say these uh, very powerful, most likely hyper-controlling dominant guys, I don't think they would have just dropped out of their position uh, for uh, allegations. Yeah, and the, I'll say this too. The, the, the stories I hear about them are not they're hyper-controlling and dominant. The stories that go through the women in entertainment are that these guys prefer a girl with a strap-on penis. I don't listen. I'm not, I didn't say that, Dana. Um, but it, it reminds me a lot of the Jason. I didn't hear that about Dana. I did not hear that about Dana White. It by reminds the way. me a lot of the Jason Momoa incident where he had a video of his him and his daughter at like some kind of play or some kind of game or some kind of event, but his hand was crossing over his chest and so uh, her chest. So someone took a photo. The beach. They were at the beach, and so someone took a photo of him with his hand over his daughter's chest and uh, basically wrote the caption at the top of it saying, "Jason Momoa assaulting his daughter in public." And so he went. He didn't. He didn't like back out of whatever it was. He didn't not uh, continue on making movies or TV shows or appearances or whatever. He just hired a private investigator to find the dude and then made him publicly state that he uh, basically messed. Uh, he basically messed with the imaging of what was going on and lied about what was occurring yeah. at the time. So that's kind of what I imagine. If someone who is not guilty of a crime would do, they go out of their way to prove their innocence. It's, Instead well, of people kind of are careful. Look, away. look at how I interact with the Church of Scientology. They're douchebags. They lie all the time. So my comment is, sue me. Go for it, sue me. But I felt the need to jump in there and be like, Dana White does not like a chip, chicken a strap on. I have not heard that. He might, but I have not heard that. Where I have <laughs> this heard is how that. Fucking rumors get started. <laughs> you're like, we can't confirm this, but Dana White loves to no. be slapped in the face during sex. So if you ever have the opportunity, just wind one back. We can't confirm it. We that's can't not, confirm. That's not what I'm but saying. But it is possible but that he definitely enjoys that. do that to McMahon. <laughs> McMahon, I have heard that about. But with Dana White, 
I, I have not heard that. I'm just it, saying. But just, a lot of these powerful men do like a chick and a strap-on. Speaking of, I'd like to the wel- welcome to the show the host of Kink for Dummies. Hello. Good afternoon. Hi. We had a fun segue from rape to a strap-on, and here you are. <laughs> I, I love these fun intros. I think that uh, our, our sponsors love them. Speaking of. Well, if you're going to get kinky, you can talk about hair pulling. Speaking of, shout out to Extends. KM Extends, my hair extension guys, the ones that did the fabulous wig that I wear on the red carpets, the ones that did the hair extensions. You, you looked at me for a second. I thought you were like, come on, Bear, finish up the statement. Like, that's that's your sponsor. I got my own sponsor. Speaking of which, Coachella Fresh, thank you so much for making sure that I am ready for not only carpet events, but my fights. I may not have lost. I may not have won the last fight. You may not have lost I, the last right? fight. You did. Well, I was technically, there. I may not have, but it's confirmed <laughs> that I did lose the last fight. But I, I was there, awesome in the cage during the at the time. So thank you again to Coachella Fresh for me and KM Extends for our uh, what? What are you second? What are you third? You're the third. I don't know how important are you to the show, Summer Helene, guys. I'm gonna punch you. You but, think your nose hurts after being hit by a kickboxer? I, it I'm, will hurt worse when you do it because it's not fresh. It, exactly. <laughs> I'm hitting the <laughs> I mean, bruise. Nose is already bruised. But right. I, I think it's important that we – I do want to kind of steer towards that same topic. Even in the BDSM community, I'm curious to know actually. Uh, how common do you think rape and assault is – in the BDSM community. I, a lot of people probably would say it's abundant without that knowledge just because of the act of how it mm-hmm. appears. What, what would you say that is? I actually don't believe. Um, yes, I, I'm sure it exists. I don't hear of it quite often unless you are talking about like Marilyn Manson, who is currently what is he currently being sued by uh, his ex? Yes. And he had Dita Von Teese that came out to publicly say that that's not his personality. Well, she is his ex-wife. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. I, I thought this was a case of he was unclear with what was going on and, and the young ladies didn't know any better. No. Is it now so, like he's so, actually assaulted so, people? No, no, no. So what it was was he was with this chick for years. He yeah. was into heavy BDSM. She wasn't as into it and after the fact has a problem with it. I'm not saying what he did was right. I don't know. This is just how it's presented. His ex-wife, who was Dita Von Teese, came out and defended him. Okay, that's... That's kind of where I thought we were. Because uh, speaking of Marilyn powerful Manson, men in Hollywood it's, it's getting murky. accused of, yeah, it's murky. of assault. It's murky. Um, but it's Mar- easier for people Marilyn to believe because it's Marilyn Manson. I don't know I if he did or didn't. I keep wanting to say Marilyn Monroe, by the way. No, I know she, she was raped, but no. She, was, she was the victim, not the perpetrator. Um, so with Marilyn Manson, it's one of those gray areas we yeah. don't know. It is, it is an interesting concept to go along with that. Uh, kink. Uh, do we announce her? Do we announce her name, the host of King for Dummies, or we just address her? Okay, King, King for Dummies, lady on the radio show today. Uh, how prominent do you think BDSM is in Hollywood, and does it really play a role in anyone's career? It's huge, and I'm I'm answering, yeah. not King for Dummies. <laughs> Everyone in Hollywood <laughs> is into some kind of weird kink. Is into is into something? Do you think that opens it up for more potential allegations of sexual assault? Do you think it can be a chance of just miscommunication? I don't believe so. I think that, yes, a lot of people are bound under NDAs in Hollywood, but the entire premise of BDSM is it's supposed to be safe, sane, and consensual. That's something that you hear 
all the time in the community. And yes, I know that there are a lot of things that go against that, but then you also have consensual non-consent. I'm going to, I'm going to jump in and say this, and I'm going to be quoting here because he wrote this. in again. I'm like, I'm cheating. I'm stealing from sound engineer. Uh, If Marilyn was a bad dude, don't you think Rose McGowan would have a story? She named lots of names. Rose McGowan. So you guys know, Every I have I cannot argue with one thing, one person, one situation that Rose McGowan called out. Okay. She's like dead to Hollywood for the most part now. Hmm. But no bull, that chick is not lying. Okay. That's, that's good to know, of course. We want to make sure all of our facts are straight here. She's as, telling the truth. As opposed to curve. There's nobody that works in Hollywood that has not been through some version of that. Yeah. Uh, I know, like... Our guest has. I have. Well, I. Any, I would have. Uh, I was about to say. Was what Brandon Fraser quit. Because well, I was about to say, what about the men in Hollywood too? But that's actually quite a big thing as well. When the men in Hollywood are not exempt from that concept, not exempt from these things, and in fact, Terry Crews. Uh, Terry Crews is a great example. Yeah, I would say. Um, you know, we were ta- we were talking about Danny Masterson, and that's how we got into this oh, topic. I, I like this. Dead to Hollywood, but I bet she'll get the Rose McGowan. Uh, the the Rose McGowan will get the Brandon Fraser treatment from the people, the you know the audience, people online. People love her. What brought oh, Brandon okay. Fraser back was the amount of love he got from people. Can you remind me who Brandon Fraser is? I fucking hate you. No, you don't. Brandon Fraser. I get hit too much for you to hate me. Brandon Fraser. Did did it get knocked out of your head? Uh, maybe. Uh, he was the lead in the Mummy with um, the. Oh, I know he who you're talking about. Thank you. George of the Jungle. I got he you. was in Airheads. George of the Jungle is not a good example to bring. Up He's still Brandon hot. Frazier. He's still hot. <laughs> oh boy. Have you had any BDSM experiences with someone from Hollywood? Don't answer yeah. that. Oh, she did. <laughs> yes. Can you say who it was? Don't you Absolutely fucking answer not. that. <laughs> Did you sign an NDA? Don't answer that. <laughs> You're not like, her lawyer. I'm not her you lawyer. You are not her lawyer. I'm not her lawyer, but you, as somebody in the industry... You let her incriminate herself for ratings. <laughs> as somebody in the... I swear to God, I will have you replaced. Excuse you. In my career, you have I have signed replaced. multiple it's my show. things. <laughs> Sorry. One more, one more time, please. I was arguing with my co-host. In, in my career, I have signed many things, of which I am not at liberty to discuss. Good answer. That was very good. Uh, that sounds coached. <laughs> that sounds like that someone, important. Coach, sounds like someone wrote much. that on a time card for you. Well, I think everyone is into some kind of kink. So, of course, Hollywood's not going to be exempt. Yeah. I mean, uh, the host of King for Dummies has pointed out to me on more than one occasion, even people being into, what did you call it, vanilla sex can be a kink? That actually brings up an interesting topic and a good way to segue from the rapes going on in Hollywood. Is we were it, already segued, you weirdo! Anyways, is it, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious at the level of fetishizing not just different populations of people, but different kinks. It's interesting to think about. People could fetishize vanilla sex. Vanilla sex is just very comp- basic yeah, sex. Yeah, I'm a blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl that likes to go to goth clubs. Let me tell you, I was popular. I'm just saying... <laughs> They like what's different. Everyone likes what's different. What is your opinion on not just enjoying a certain sex act, but fetishizing it, having perhaps unrealistic expectations of what it might be when you yourself have it? Well, I think having unrealistic expectations is what happens every time the first time you sleep with someone. King for dummies? 
I think that you can fetishize anything, even down to you, you have foodies. It doesn't really matter. It's just an extreme fascination towards one specific item. I'm like weirdly fascinated with Bear's chest hair. Is that like a fetish? Do you fetishize that? That's what. Where's the line for fetish? Like I like Does to it rub it and off? pet it. No, okay, I just like so to I rub don't it think and that's pet fetishizing it. Fetishizing then? I could be wrong. Go ahead. What does fetishizing mean? Where is the line between I want to snuggle someone's chest because they have a fuzzy, snuggly chest and they're a giant teddy bear, and it becoming a weird kink? I don't know exactly what the definition is. But I think it is once it becomes to a sense that it can get you sexually aroused. I, That's what I would have thought fetishizing is too. It's got to do with – it has to be sexual in nature, I think. I don't think you can have a fetish. I find you being fuzzy sexually appealing. Could that be a kink? I suppose. But that does is it broad or is it just for one person? It's just for you. I, would you say a fetish has but to I be don't broad? I fetish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no, you don't think it could be a fetish. So fetish would be. So what is a fetish more, then? Where's the line? Like to an extreme, are you collecting his chest hair and like keeping it in a little jar? Of course not. I'm saying, but what's a fetish? Like, I, what makes a fetish? I think that's worship level. I don't know. <laughs> worship level. No, I complain when he leaves hair all over the bed because his hair everywhere. But do you collect the hair? Of course not. I shake it off. It's annoying. <laughs> So what makes something a fetish? Kink for dummies. dummies. Uh, uh, so it's linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, or a body part. You just Googled that, didn't I you? I swear to God, She Googled you did. it. That I was clicking. Did. You Googled it. She pulled out a Webster's <laughs> dictionary. That's why she that's why. No, I heard the clicking. She Googled it. That's why the pause. <laughs> Uh, you've been out. You've been caught red-handed. <laughs> Doing your research, I, you I monster. I specifically had said that I don't know the exact definition. I'm just saying. And you run an Instagram page. How <laughs> dare you? I'm kidding. Um, I, so, I love – I'm going to chime in real quick and drop – I'm going to jump this real quick. I'm going to say this. To anyone who uh, watches my stuff on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, wherever, I – after being in the martial arts industry and a competitor – for 20 years, two decades, longer than a lot of people in have oh. been alive. Hold on. I, I, all, right, okay. all right, go ahead, go ahead. Finish. All right, anyway, longer than a lot of people have been alive uh, or can't even speak properly. I still consistently Google and research and, and catch up on things, things I would have even known or never heard of before. And I get comments like, how could you have been a martial artist for this long and never heard of this before? And I'm like, because I get hit a lot and I don't care to learn about stuff that don't involve hitting people. So I'm not sure <laughs> where the disconnect is. So maybe – Maybe Kink is in the same boat where she only ever learned about butt stuff and didn't bother to research fetishes. That's okay. No, no, no. I just got the best definition. I would say wearing a unicorn mask is kinky. Only being able to perform with the unicorn mask is a fetish. That is the oh, perfect – that is the perfect that. line. That is perfect. Thank you. I love he, that he was, <laughs> We cheat. We get most I'm of gonna the – You're going to steal that? Pardon? That I'm going to steal that for the King for Dummies page. <laughs> She's stealing your That's work perfect. now. <laughs> well, would you agree with it that a fetish may be the only way someone could pot potentially get off in a sexual act? So me yeah. liking your chest hair is kinky 
if I could only have sex with you because you have sexy chest hair, it's a fa- it's, it's Well, I, I would say I, I, my question, maybe my question isn't clear. Instead of just being you like my chest hair, you could only really get aroused by people with chest hair. Otherwise, you can't enjoy yourself sexually. Is that would that be more aligned of what a fetish would be? I like that. Then here's the fun line. Wouldn't everyone then have a kink? I everyone that, at least by that true. definition has a kink. I think that's absolutely true. A kink for dummies. What you say, what what say you? I I have absolutely 100% agree that everybody has a kink. Not necessarily a fetish, but kink. Because I think even if you own like missionary, that itself is a kink. I think there is a line where everyone, there are two things that I think are immutably true in sex. Mm. Um, Anal sex is the only time a guy downplays the size of his penis and everyone has something they like. Unless you get a pick me girl who's like, the bigger, the better. (laughs) Dude, that shit. I feel like, I feel like pick me people, whether it's a guy or girl really don't know what they're asking for. They just want the person that they're, that they're hungering after. You know, because they could be like, you know, I really love. No one's turning around to Mandingo and going, shove it up my butt. I, but that's just maybe there's a pick me girl or guy out there. I don't know who Mandingo is. Maybe there's a pick me person out there for that guy. I'm just saying, I know the owner. I know the, the lady that runs King for Dummies actually slept with a very well endowed man. He missed and shoved it up her ass. She never slept with him again. Can you out his name? Don't. No. <laughs> But was that a kink? Yeah, missed. <laughs> <laughs> missed. Like that. I, yeah, no one believes he that missed. That was a kink killer. That was a kink killer. <laughs> yeah, I saw you walking the next day. Guys, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be talking more about kink, about Hollywood, and about everything in between. I'm Summer Helene. Shout out to Kink for Dummies. Thank you very, very much. Make sure you're following them. K-I-N-K, the number four, Dummies. And of course, my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda, and we'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, 
all the time. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Thank you very much. And of course, welcome back to the show, our special guest, Kink for Dummies, or the lady who runs the page exactly. Welcome back to the show. We were talking about a guy ramming a massive penis up your backside because he missed. I'm going to put that in quotes. I'm still in average as well because he missed, or at least he said he missed, uh, and he was incredibly well endowed. That's where we left off. Yeah, that's a kink killer that we can actually move on and continue we don't have to come back to that subject well hold hold on this this <laughs> opens up another room for discussion um for though you have firsthand experience with what many people would probably consider to be forced anal play how did you feel <laughs> being on the receiving end of yeah it? how did you feel having an almost 10 inch penis shoved up your backside with no and preparation which, i felt like i needed you, to and, sit on a donut pillow for the next week <laughs> Would you encourage this act for the to the people who are interested in trying it? No, I would not encourage this act. I would not consider the uh, what is it, pink sock that I, people have described. I would not describe any of this. It's awful. So you had to I'm sit sorry, on a donut. Sock? We're not explaining that. You had to sit on a donut, correct? <laughs> yes. Okay, so when people are into this surprise anal thing, that actually is a a whole fetish and a whole thing. Uh, What advice would you give them? It happened to you. You didn't do it. Maybe you get a donut pillow? (laughs) I like this. Gentlemen, always signal before you change lanes. I like that. I love that. Um, And maybe lube? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, like, we're joking about this. Was it actually a mistake? Yes. <laughs> oh, like, I thought everyone's, like, joking about, like, was saying, yeah, sure, he missed. But you're talking about, like, he full-on shoved it up there as quick and hard as he could. Oh, yeah. Well, what would be some uh, – <laughs> how did you care let's, – let's let's talk about now incidents and accidents and injuries during sexual play. Great idea. That's what, a great place to start. What did you do to help recover from this? Let's say it didn't have to exactly happen like this for everybody, but say you get injured anally during sex. What's something you could do to kind of help soothe and recover from that? Aftercare or maybe just don't kick them out and say just leave. <laughs> She's your mouth. <laughs> you may need their help after the fact. Okay. You kick them out and you can't move straight. Well, I think injuries are kind of a part of, of a part of sex. I mean, big or small, it happens all the time. I know uh, I got a concussion once during sex because I fell off a bed. That's not because of sex. We got unbalanced and you fell off the side of the bed onto a table. 
I like to point out we both fell off the bed. I fell off onto like an air mattress next to the bed, which was quite comfy. I had a nice soft landing. She cracked her head on a table and then the, the, the tile floor beneath us. Okay, those are uncommon. So uh, accidental anal penetration. It's probably more common than what happened It's probably more common than, concu- than concussion. So what, I kind of feel like we them. need to do a survey. All right, guys, I'm going to say that we are giving away a ride at Offroad Rentals in Palm Springs, California, and a float at True Rest, Sedona, or Las Vegas. If you want to win one of those, write in and tell us what is your biggest injury you've had during sex. Now, I'm going to ask you, what was the biggest injury you had during sex for kink for dummies? I would say the donut pillow. (laughs) <laughs> the 10 inch penis. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think you're going to that. Or that. I would have to say it wasn't an injury to me, but always know what materials you're playing with. I specifically with one of my very first partners when I was getting into it, decided to use this plastic cord. Um, that's like a plastic rope to t- try tying him up. And the plastic rope splinters, and so it left marks. So I would say but, use materials wisely. <laughs> okay. So you've had a few injuries And don't try just sex. using whatever. Have you had any injuries during sex or sexual behavior? Have I like Bear's thinking. Like, uh, I thought you were asking her. You no, I'm asking you. didn't address you. me. I'm sorry, Bear. Okay. Um... I, I think the most I've had is like I get I occasionally get a cut penis <laughs> from like teep. Um, need in the crotch. I know I did that one to you. You did need me in the crotch once. And then of course I think the biggest one is just falling off the bed. That, that was, was probably my the injury, worst. not yours. Oh, me personally? Yeah. Not, oh yeah, just definitely the definitely the cut penis one. Really? Is that a common thing? I don't know. Well, you know, there's a lot of memes on the internet of people who get their, who like need to work on not having their teeth involved in oral sex. Or there's a joke called Granny Gum Jobs where they just remove all the teeth in general. Um, but I, I, yeah, I'd say it's fairly common depending on the person. Hmm. Uh, Sucks I, to be that person at the time. <laughs> I, I, I could also be, I mean, if you're aggressive you, during oral sex, that can make a difference. Lockjaw is also a risk for some people during really? oral sex too. Yeah, it's not as common, but I, uh, I've heard a little bit about it, particularly from a person who would experience lockjaw uh, when she was trying to perform oral sex. Huh. That's really interesting. Yeah. Heard about that when I was a kid, though, so I didn't really know what lockjaw was or what it meant. I, just, I figured it meant that the mouth just kind of shuts like a trap on the penis. I think it means it gets stuck. Yeah, open. now <laughs> I realize what it actually means. It's I'm high. surprised you're willing to put your penis near anyone's mouth if you think there's an option of like a, a mouse trap snap off. I never did, so I'm grateful for that aspect. You never dealt with In my brain, just no. Jaws of Life comes into play. Jaws of Life just clamping down on the schlong. Oh, my God. I'm sure it's happened to somebody. I guarantee it has. Oh, boy. Have you experienced anything like that? I Alexis? have not. Okay, just checking. Any more stories you want to tell us uh, about? Well, I, I'm going to say this. I've from From my perspective, I didn't have a lot of experience. Sex wasn't where my focus was. Uh, I had a friend of mine tell yeah. me to put frozen beads in my mouth before I perform fellatio. Oh. I never got to the fellatio part. Uh, I heard, thought she said frozen peas. They melted. I gagged. It got stuck in my sinus. So I had to go to the hospital. 
Then she told me just put some it's pudding on it. It's stuck in your sinus. I, I gagged and it came out my nose. Good. That's how it That's got kind of like there. when you gag or choke yeah. on milk. Okay, that makes sense. And then, uh, so, and frozen, she said frozen beads, not frozen peas. And then she told me to use pudding and I dumped an entire tub of pudding in the guy's lap. He doesn't eat pudding to this day. <laughs> well, Kink, what is your opinion on using food for sex? Is there a safe way people can do that? Maybe not oh, in excess. Oh, shit. Hang on. <laughs> not in excess. I'm six foot two. I was in an unfamiliar room. I stood up and my head went into a ceiling fan. I cut my scalp open and I needed 15 stitches. Lex, he beats your donut story. Yeah. That's awful. He got scalped. That booty better have been good. Hold on, though. Did you continue going? <laughs> That is that is important to know. Did you stop? Like, did you stop and address situation? You're like, I'm bleeding from the head, but I, I'm not. No comment. No comment. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great. I love our sound engineer. It's perfect. Just like no comment. What? Oh, here's a good one then too. What What would you say to people who may be wanting to continue through pain of a sexual act? If you're injured or hurt, but you're not willing to stop. Be a masochist. Doesn't mean yeah. a lot. I'm sorry, you said... There's people that have literally wanted somebody to physically eat their penis. Like, at that point, it just... Are we talking about Army Hammer again? No, he wanted to eat someone else. I I think people who who have eating or cannibalistic fetishes just don't know what they're asking for. You know, unless you have taken a knife, hacked off a piece of your skin... Uh, and thrown it to the dog while jacking off. You don't know what you're asking for. I think that is a – here's the thing. I don't want to kink shame anybody for the most part. But if you have a cannibalistic fetish, I'm going to kink shame you. You don't know what you're doing. Get therapy. Please seek therapy. I mean – and if 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 you're the one wanting to eat somebody, you need therapy too. But I'm more concerned about the people who want to be eaten. Okay. Do you hear us, Army Hammer? Get therapy. (laughs) No, I think that's just insane, honestly. What is it? What do you What so do you then, think the most dangerous kink is? Oh yes. I personally think that the uh, asphyxiation. Choking. Huh. Yeah, I can see that. Why would you say asphyxiation is more dangerous? See, I'm going to go to autoerotic asphyxiation if you're doing it by yourself, because there's no one to save you. I love the episode of BoJack Horseman where one of the guys uh, was into that. Um, ultimately, he died, but that's I, why I, think that, <laughs> I, you have I definitely think there? that asphyxiation itself, because if you do it too long, you're obviously killing brain cells. But in general, you're going to you have the issue of potentially crushing somebody's windpipe. If it's done wrong, there's so many things that can go wrong with it. Like guys have two, three obsessions, pulling hair, smacking butts and grabbing the neck. Why, why those three? Porn. Porn. Gotcha. Yeah, I was, I was actually right there too. And I'm happy to hear I'm not alone in that. Cause I think a lot of being a, being a guy who watched a lot of porn, I think that ultimately geared a lot of my preferences as an adult now. That makes sense. Yeah. All right, we have about three minutes left of the show. Kink for Dummies, tell everyone where to find you. Kink for Dummies, the number four, dummies, at 
on all platforms. I do want to give a shout out to Commander Brown. I know you couldn't come on today. He does have a book coming out. We'll have him on and talk about that book. And Bear, where can everyone find you? Where well, we can find me at Bear Fiorda, Bear like the animal, F I O R D A. And of course, you can follow the show at Tune In, T U N E I N B T S, on all platforms. Yeah, aren't you in the naughty corner right now? For, for what? For on TikTok. I got I got a live stream ban because I have they they quoted they they charged me with using hateful behavior or speech for um, calling Andrew Tate a pedophile. Well, I, you know he is, but it wasn't the, that wasn't the time that I was addressing him. I don't know what happened in this case. So just <laughs> well, is what it is. It wasn't the time that I was threatening him. I was yeah, threatening him. It wasn't that time. It wasn't the time that I was calling Andrew Tate a pedophile. But it, I guess maybe someone didn't like that stream, so they decided to attack my next one. Yeah, Andrew Tate is a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Although I must say there are different terms. He's technically not a pedophile. Though you never want to be the person that says you never want. If you're the guy, if you're the guy talking about, well, technically I'm not a pedophile because there's age ranges. You are a fucking pedophile. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We have about two minutes left. Kink for dummies. Would you give everyone a little bit of, of advice to make their kink exploration better? People exist for a reason. In this day and age, you can Google absolutely anything. And never shove it up the butt, unlubricated and unexpected. You heard here first, folks. And make sure it's meant for up the butt if you're going to shove it. Ignorance is not an excuse. People shove stuff up their asses all the time and end up in the hospital because there's no way of pulling it out. Yes, they do. The ER can confirm that if you want to talk to an ER nurse or even just a staff member. That's what I want to talk about. We will be talking about this in the future. Things that have gotten stuck up people's asses. This, uh, very, Thank very. you for joining us on Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. Thank you to my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda. He has a fight coming up January 28th. We will uh, be talking about that, of course. And you better win this one because, you know. Because, you know. Because <laughs> I like your nose in place. I can't believe it's so swollen. And thank you to King for Dummies for being on here. I know it was last minute. Commander Brown was supposed to be on. Thank you guys for joining us through this very strange sexual exploration that started with horrible stories. And also, fuck you to the Church of Scientology. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.